This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to a very special edition of the movie podcast. My name is Daniel and joining alongside me today is my fellow member of the OSS. It is Shabazz. Oh, wait a second. OSS. Shabazz Siddiqui. Siddiqui. Original. Original Shabazz Siddiqui. Is that your Twitter account? (laughs) (laughs) At the OSS? Yeah. Damn. I just, I can just put that together right now. Yeah. Only your name started with an O. Well, I can't. Oh, <laughs> that's, that's not my name, though. <laughs> I know. I'm going to call you Owen. Yeah. Yeah. Shay, how you doing, man? I'm doing great, man. I'm doing great. I am. I'm, I'm on a high right now after that interview. Yeah, we had a wonderful interview today. I think one of my favorite interviews ever of all time. Of all, literally of all time. Because today on the movie podcast, we are joined by somebody. I won't tell you who it is yet, <laughs> even though you probably have read the episode name and seen the thumbnail of the artwork. We're joined by somebody today who I think is formed our friendship in a, in a strange way oh my god yeah we've bonded over their films we've loved their movies uh we're so delighted to be joined by the one and only robert rodriguez oh my god are you kidding me right now you know you know when they say like don't meet your heroes yeah, yeah. or all that all that stuff and sometimes you think about people like robert rodriguez who've been in this business for longer than we've been alive yes and then you you get to meet them, and they're so much cooler than you could have imagined. Listen, anyone listening to this episode right now, please finish listening to it. <laughs> okay. But also, go watch the video on YouTube, or of course, follow us on all social media platforms, yeah. at The Movie Podcast, oh. Instagram, Twitter, uh, Twitter, TikTok, and Letterboxd. X. X. <laughs> um, yeah. We literally joined this room, and this guy, Robert's here just like playing his guitar, and I'm like, yeah. dude, no one's ever looked cooler playing guitar. No one's ever looked cooler. No not one's even, ever looked cooler. Not even... You know, Paul McCartney? Uh, well, Paul McCartney, yeah, but like, Paul McCartney looked cool, but like, I was trying to think of someone cooler. Someone cooler than Paul McCartney? Like, like who? John Bon Jovi? John Bon Jovi. <laughs> the point is, Mr. Rodriguez. Yeah, Mr. Rodriguez, there's nobody cooler. We joined this room, this guy's just 
strumming away, strumming away, and he's just like, "Hey guys, oh, what's going sequence on?" Sequence to Spy Kids, yeah. Right yeah. I was like, "Oh my god, no!" He's just so cool, and I think we we're just so grateful to have the time that we had today because I think a lot of the times we with previous interviews we have a bit of a shorter window, but Robert was so generous with his time. Not only did we have 15 minutes with him to wow. really unpack everything about Spy Kids and the Mariachi films and so many of his of his other work, he also was just like, "Guys." At the end of this interview, don't worry if I'm late for the next one. I'm yeah. so sorry whoever came next after us. Don't worry like, about that. Yeah, I'm gonna Hollywood. Go, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go upstairs in my house and get the model of the third brain from the Spy Kids trilogy. Are you kidding like, me? Not even. Sorry, Are you not kidding even, me? Not even did he come back with the third brain, but he came back with a little extra that you have to you have to stay tuned for the interview for. Yeah. Okay. We won't. We won't spoil, spoil it. it. No. 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 But like. He just, there was a love and care and a respect in this interview that was so amazing. And again, this is someone who's been in the industry for so long that sometimes you kind of go into these interviews, you're like, okay, he's heard it all before. He's seen it all before. He might be like, just like, hey man, how's it going guys? He was so excited. He was so happy. And there was just this love that he really brought to this conversation that it made me go, Wow. This guy is so much cooler than I could have expected. It's true, yeah. He he's so cool. He's so genuinely nice. Uh, he's such a family man, family person. Just so, just the family guy. Uh, the, he just put everything about his family first, and yeah. there's so much love put into these films. Of course, the film that we're talking to him about today is another Spy Kids film. It's Spy Kids Armageddon, which is going to be available on Netflix on September 22nd. Mm -hmm. And I want to say thank you to our friends at Netflix Canada for inviting us to do this interview. Um, go watch it on Netflix when it comes out. I think uh, if you're looking for something for the family something for the kids you know there's th th there's nothing better than spy kids he, right he has a really good comment on that fact like he, when he talks about the spy kids movies and how really like we grew up with the first spy yeah. kids second spy kids third spy kids we were in that age group when we were growing up with it that now when one day we have kids we can show them those movies or even if he's still making spy kids by then yeah which he may be we could even show him though we could even show our kids those ones yeah it, that's exactly it right so definitely september 22nd go check that out thank you again to netflix if you want to follow everything that we're doing here at the movie podcast make sure you do at the movie podcast on twitter instagram Twi tiktok letterbox wherever you're following us we have some incredible coverage out right now including all of our tiff reviews our tiff interviews and some coverage for a game called spider-man 2 Spider -Man. which is releasing october 20th on playstation 5 5 so cinco cinco so go check out our coverage of that we have a great interview with jacinda chu uh, who's a senior art director from insomniac so go check out all of that fun stuff yeah. uh, we have some incredible videos going up all the time on our socials so make sure you're following all of that as well too Absolutely. i can't get over how much i'm in love with this interview oh yeah. and i'm so excited like, i don't even want to make you guys wait any longer no, no let's just drag it out okay well <laughs> what was your first experience you know when did you first want to be a spy kids oh, you, you first of all let's talk about the first spy kids movie the yeah. ending of that film okay let's well, we won't <laughs> <laughs> that's enough about George that uh, <laughs> oh no the spoiler for a spoiler 20 plus year old film <laughs> spoiler for the 2001 yeah, spy, spy kids. kids film of course uh, somebody going into this may not have expected it but this is also the fifth spy kids movie so is it the fifth it is the fifth not including yeah. the Netflix Not or the, show, the right? animated series, yeah, right? Yeah, sorry, yes. Without further ado, please welcome to the movie podcast director, writer, cinematographer, composer, sound mix, sound mixer, <laughs> man of many hats, but always the coolest one. He, he has a cool hat. He has very cool hats. Robert Rodriguez. Hey, Robert, thank you so much for serenading us uh, when we're when we're joining the room. 
<laughs> I start getting antsy after a while. I have to have my guitar nearby or in between interviews. <laughs> Absolutely. Robert, thank you so much. That was uh what a way to enter a room. What a way to enter the room. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> You know, uh, we are so grateful for you sharing your time with us on the movie podcast today. We absolutely adore your films. Um, and Spy Kids especially has been one that has been uh, very special to us. Really? Well, you all grew up with it? 100%. Yes, we did. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It means the world to us. That's why I wanted to make another one after these years because I meet, you know, over the years I started meeting people who were like in college who had seen it when they were kids. But then now I'm meeting parents who have little kids that are, they grew up with it. So it's like, Now's the time to have that full circle legacy moment where a parent can show the kid the movie that they watched when they were kids, the new version, yeah. and have it be made by the same people so that it's like, oh yeah, I recognize that and I know that this is new, you know, so it's it's fun to have that really special legacy moment where they can, I, I feel that with my movies because my kids were, you know, been working on these since they could crawl and now they're the age I was when I made mariachi in Desperado. Wow, that's crazy. It blows my mind and now they're full-blown contributors like I would have been at that age. Like one's the composer, one's the co-writer, one's the co-editor, one's designing the video game. My kids actually designed that video game as a game to wow. be an independent game and we ended up just dropping it in the movie. Um, just wild, full circle stuff that I wanted to share with other families make them really clock how much time has passed <laughs> yeah oh my god absolutely and it's funny earlier this year we had a chance to speak with cheech moran on the show and uh one of the things that we kind of talked to him about was this very special moment from the first film where whenever especially with daniel and i whenever there's a moment where we're kind of stressed out and we just need to kind of pull back a little bit we'll both just kind of look at each other we'll pull off our fake mustaches and we'll just say i'm not your uncle and so we got to thank you so much for that line because it is such a it's such a good moment in the movie yeah that's so funny yeah, thanks i appreciate that you know i got that from growing up my dad i had so many uncles i mean I, I literally have a lot of uncles because my dad's one of 11 kids so i have seven uncles just on his side but then there were uncles that we that he would just call our uncle but they weren't our uncle they were just business partners of his <laughs> and he would say oh here's your uncle Bud, and here's your uncle jimmy and here's your and then we'd find out later they weren't really our uncles they would just he would just call them our uncle so that's where that came from but i'm not your uncle he just works with them he's like oh, and but, but take it to the next level being fine he actually wears a fake mustache <laughs> That's awesome. That's so good. God, it's, it's just a moment that no matter how many times we watch that movie, and I feel like we're approaching the thousands at this point. Yes, um, oh that it always hits, and especially that you know that that first Spy Kids scene in theaters and having those memories of it. Uh, I got asked while we're talking about that first Spy Kids film, uh, we need to know like, does the third brain still live? Oh my God! I was just thinking that just now. It's like I should have brought the third brain down. It's upstairs. I'll bring it down. <laughs> Before we hang off, it's okay if we're late for the next one. You got to see the third brain. I have the third brain. Yes, Please. the third brain lives. We would love the third it. brain came from. You know, the third brain originates from. It's a, it's a saying I used to say to my family. It's like I would stay up all night. I would just work at night. That's when I would make the Spy Kid movies at night. My kids would go to sleep, uh, and I would work all night. And I would see them at breakfast, and I would sleep while they were at school. So they ne they never saw me work. They didn't even know I made Spy Kids out of my garage. <laughs> wow! I told them at wow. the end they never saw me working. So I, I would say at night when it's around three or four a.m. That's when the imagination really kicks in. I said that's when you find that third brain, that third brain that that solves all those problems. So I always liked working at night because I would. It seemed like I had three brains. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. So that's I, that's fantastic. 
Very cool. Now you mentioned in the beginning that you you've been working with the, your kids since they could crawl, and I'm sure you've had such a huge influence on them creatively and through so many other things. I'm curious for you, what influence have they had on you in your work? It's the mentorship goes both ways. That's what's so great. I tell parents I stumbled upon this by accident, but stop parenting at a certain point and start partnering because they don't need a parent after they're like 13 they don't need somebody just like worried about them they want a mentor they want an obi-wan they want somebody they could be like yeah show me how to that relationship will last much longer and so i started partnering with them and thinking i was mentoring them and they were teaching me all kinds of stuff like i said they're the age i was when i was coming up with mariachi and how to shoot a movie that no one had done before that's the ripe age you know, where even, even younger than that, they're, they're already coming up with such great ideas. So it's a full circle of learning. And you see that in the movie, the parents are reliant on the kids to solve just about everything because kids yeah. are tech savvy and have some new ideas. They go to the parents and say, wait, wait, how did you solve Operation Fireball? Yeah, that's not how you would do it today. And they go remix the whole thing and then like come up with a much better solve. So I wanted that to constantly be the theme that we kind of tend to, to ignore kids, but they're, they're kids about to be adults and how you raise them is everything. How you empower them to be the next people who are going to solve all the problems is, is everything. So uh, I've learned so much from them and that's why I keep them by my side. I mean, I would literally go to my son and say, who co-wrote the script with me, you know, I've been looking at these lines and I just, I really don't think they should say this. I don't think that that's in their character to say this. And he'd be like, okay, yeah, yeah, you wrote that. And uh, <laughs> last week, you, last week you said you were going to do this, 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 and that. I did. I did? <laughs> I was like, oh my God, I need these guys more than ever. And I was like, of course, I, I used to be that sharp at that age. It's like they're, they got that young blood and they're on fire creatively and they can just um, I just learned so much from them. So uh, I'm actually, I would throw the question the other way. It's like, what, what am I teaching them anymore? <laughs> They're just all teaching me now. That's amazing. It, it, it's so funny. And, and I love that you mentioned that, that theme in the film that the parents learn just as much, you know, from yeah. their kids in this and just the way they approach problems and just uh, instead of violence first, let's approach with, from a different spot, let's approach with kindness first. And I think, uh, in a world where we're, we're getting a lot of the opposite of that. It's nice to have, you know, a family that approaches things like let's, let's approach this with kindness first. Let's approach this without violence first. And you get a very different result. And I like that we got to see this in this film. Thanks. You know, I really feel it's important to dramatize these th ideas that, you know, you can tell a kid all you want, you know, well, you should be honest. And it's like, oh, I don't know. Actually, when I cheat at this game, I get much further. <laughs> and if you dramatize it to where you see like, yeah, at first you will, but in the long run, you won't. If you dramatize that, they can see much better and the lesson goes down a lot better. So I think it's cool to to make, especially because we watch these movies a lot. They see how, wow, she really looked like she's not going to get very far in the spy business because the whole book says you got to be dishonest to be a spy. She rewrites the book by the end. So right. it's kind of cool that they, they all come around like she solved the she saw the problem. She caught the bad guy and not even catch him and beat him. She turned him around yeah. and turned him into an ally. So, you know, her ways can't be that wrong. So it's, it's really fun to remind parents and that to look out for that part of your child that no longer needs you right. and is out there to teach you and just needs your guidance uh and learn together you know because you're not going to have all the answers yeah and did, I, I have to imagine you weren't thinking about it back then maybe you were but did you ever imagine that you know almost 20 years later you'd be 
making sequels to this film that like you created did you ever think that spy kids would like still to this day have the world's like just you know by the grip like it, everyone loves it I, I always hoped that you know i thought it, it it was considered a classic pretty quickly you know but people weren't making movies like that live action anymore they were doing animation a lot more for families and live action when done like this i remember growing up with a movie called escape from witch mountain there was a it was a, a little brother and sister that had us that could like float or one had telekinesis or something and my sister and i played that forever we pretended we were like that so i wanted to make a movie like that that really made siblings bond together more and that um was an adventure and was empowering and wish fulfilling and imaginative and i thought they maybe we could keep it bringing it back but i didn't think we'd be bringing it back at a level now that's far surpasses the originals the visual effects in this is just off the charts i mean they, it only needed to look like a video game that they go into it now it looks real yeah <laughs> we never had that level of effects before but it's the power of, of you know netflix knows how these movies perform and they gave us a, a, a much bigger budget than we would have ever had on the older movies um to realize the actual vision that we had we always came very far from the vision we had in those movies um quality wise to make it look as, as big as it did. It works for a children's film but now this it really looks awesome i really like how immersive it is for adults and kids definitely yeah very immersive and you, you gotta wonder and i'm not sure if we missed it when we were watching it but does this also take place in the same world because you know what are carmen and juni up to right now yeah what are they up to well the idea was i thought since it had been so long um and after i did we could be heroes i thought I didn't want to do a direct sequel to the other movies. I thought, let's let's just reestablish a new family. Let's just reboot it. And in a success, we can always bring back because there are some things, there are some clues that there's that it's part of the same world. But what would they be up to? And so there's a I would love to do something where we bring legacy characters back because, um, you know, we're, we're now bridging the original audience with the new audience with this film and this timing. So you could in success that's the dream so and so people watch enough that you know but we can be heroes was like a brand new film it didn't have any pre-known value like spy kids and, and that became one of the top you know netflix movies so yeah this mm -hmm. performs. yeah it was huge i remember that now it, it, in all your films pretty much you're, you're always kind of pulling so many different duties there's directing editing cinematography score uh is there something that you did on this film that isn't in the credits you know, there isn't, there isn't, I just, cause I forget to put my name on it. It, it didn't really stand out. It's just that I've always done. And, and it seems like a small thing, but it's a big part of it. It's at the end of the movie, when you're putting all the sound together, you know, people do the mixing, they mix the movie together. And I'm an actual mixer. I've like mixed all my movies since Desperado. I actually had to join the union because they don't let you touch the mixer or director. <laughs> so I've actually mixed all my movies and I used to have my name in the credits as a mixer, but then somewhere along the line, I just forgot to add it. And I didn't realize how, how it's unusual. In fact, it's never done because a mixer from John Wick movie was on my mix stage and he's like, he was going, I've never seen a director mixing before. And I was like, really? <laughs> This is how we do it in Texas. <laughs> you, know you know, you're right because I'm actually I know I'm actually a mixer because a director wouldn't be allowed to even touch the, the right. But I'm actually a mixer, and he said, "Oh, wow. it looks like you really know what you're doing. Like you've mixed a lot of movies." No, I mix my own movies. It's very subjective. How much sound effect? Where the dialogue? I have my own right. method, and I go. Through. 
have don't have a lot of time to mix so I'm also the mixer. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's good to but know. I realized how unusual that was. Like, yeah, you never see. It was blowing his mind. You know, I'm used to seeing myself mix, but he was like, I've never seen a director mix. <laughs> yeah, it, you, you're doing a lot. It's even more than I think a super spy parent would ever want to do. So you're <laughs> pulling well, a lot more you know, than that. When you think about it, it's not, it's not because I think I'm better than other people at those jobs. It's, they're just such subjective jobs. Right operate the camera there might be a way to do it creatively that's technically right sometimes i i want a, a different feeling i would just go handheld sometimes and it would just get something so you don't know what the actor is going to do or where the camera is going to need to go but somehow you become in sync with them like your minds melt and you're like right there is they're doing something and you can't tell someone to do that because you don't know they don't you don't right. know where they're going to so sometimes you just do it to get a different kind of a feeling. And then you do that all the way. Like I have to edit it. I have to start writing the music because, you know, you, you kind of write the music even before you write the script. Um, you rewrite re a script, but you're rewriting it the entire time because then the kids get there and it's like, oh, they can't say this line. They're not old enough to even form right. that syllable yet. We got to change the line and let's let's do something that they can do really well. Mm -hmm. So everything was changing that we kept. I kept switching who said what and who did what depending on their abilities and their abilities evolve. So real time, you're changing it to where I didn't even recognize the boy by the end. Right. He started off saying stuff like, I don't think I can do that because I wasn't sure. <laughs> and by the end, the staff and he can he can see that i can do anything he realized he's he's got ultimate potential you know because they grow exponentially with every challenge you throw at them daily their confidence just builds and builds to where they're just superhuman by the end right. no and, and and you worked on you've worked on so many incredible universes and, and i'm curious you know are, do you have in the plans right now like to return to anything that you've done before like mariachi like boba fett like alita you know do you have any uh, any intentions on planning to those worlds as of right now i'd love to do you know because when you when you've created your own thing those are the most fun to bring back because they're your own so like spy kids or like a desperado series was way ahead of its time way back in the day i mean that's over 20 years old that that series um and when you're looking for a franchise to reboot it's like man if you could reboot your own franchise that's yeah. the best <laughs> of the world um, i would love to do another lead even though i didn't you know come up with that and so would jim you know we'd love to it was at a studio that got bought so it was complexity over there but um but man maybe maybe we can make another one that would be fantastic I'm trying to think what, what's another one I, I like any of those old movies that, that people if they like it you know it would be fun to revisit but more I'd probably spend more time on something that I actually came up with myself so probably something that I wrote definitely absolutely well Robert thank you so much for your time we had to blast this film we can't wait for more people to watch it before we go just a simple question can we join the OSS Yes, you can always join the OS. Wait, you want to see the third brain? Yeah, sure. You want to see the to. Brain? Yeah, two guys. So the thumb thumb is something I created when I was a teenager. Wow. And it was so wow. true to see because I was just drawing my thumb and it looked like a head and I drew a guy kicking an eyeball around called Thumb Thumb Playing Eyeball. I won my first art <laughs> And I remember that for the time I did Spy Kids. And it was so oh, cool to oh, make actual toys of it. It was like tripping. The third wow. lives. Presence of greatness. Wow. <laughs> the thing they're all after. <laughs> Thank you again so much, Robert. Thank Thanks you, for Robert. Your time. Have Thanks. a good one. See you later.